everybody, welcome back to Bet Radio. I'm Brad. I'm Ben. Ben, we are covering Rick and Morty as usual. What did you think of the seventh episode of this season? Yeah, the seventh episode, Pro Mortius. Uh, yes. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a, a fun twist on like the Prometheus alien facehugger concept. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna try to pretend that uh, podcasts aren't boring during this podcast. Yeah. I, uh, I like to think they're just taking a shot directly at us there. Uh, yeah, uh. definitely. They're like, <laughs> wicked good show. Fuck them. <laughs> well, it's it's fun because last week they it was like a meta commentary about how like the fan base overanalyzes the show too much, and then in this episode they just came right out and said and fuck podcasts. So mm-hmm. I mean, I feel really personally attacked so far. The, uh, <laughs> the so far the second half of the season. <laughs> You know what? We like it. That's, we wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. You know, hate hate and love right right next to each other, I've heard. Yeah, so this was an episode full of uh, wet eggs, uh, mm-hmm. Summer being a part of, you know, the adventure, mm-hmm. Summer's friend wanting to fuck Jerry at the end. It really Big had twist. it all. Yeah. It's, it's a big twist for Jerry's character with uh, somebody uh, wanting to have sex with him. Yes. You know, and uh, good for Jerry. Yeah, he's got a hobby that he's somehow not fucked up yet in a major <laughs> way. Right. Yeah, he yeah, went thought... a whole episode without fucking mm-hmm. it up. Yep. So, <laughs> so this episode is especially uh, unique because it kind of started in like the middle of a scene. Yeah, we had the like immediate res storytelling, which I think really worked for what this episode was trying to do. I think otherwise the storyline might have been a little bit too basic. Yes, if, I uh, agree. if they hadn't done that way. Yeah, um, I watched it. You know, I tried to do two two viewings of it before we sit down. So I was thinking the same thing the second time, especially just like, okay, yeah, this is pretty straightforward. If it was just told, you know, mm-hmm. straightforwardly. But, uh, you know, it's not. It's fun. We start off with Rick and Morty realizing they've been victims of parasitic aliens. Yes, pretty uh, pretty standard uh, facehugger parasites that uh, take over the host body and just mm. use them as uh, as vessels to, to move around in. And in this case, uh, lay eggs in their stomach, which they then shit out a half hour later. Right. So <clears throat> not quite exactly the same as alien uh, or Prometheus, for that matter. Um, but it's pretty much the same. Yeah, it's similar enough where, you know, I think that the, uh, the title parody is, is warranted. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's defensible. Mm-hmm. I think that it's definitely a lot less of a stretch than, uh, than last week's uh, title parody. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, it's pretty, like, pretty spot on to the Alien and Prometheus uh, movies when the scientists are just like, ooh, an alien egg. Mm-hmm. Let me stick my face right in front of it. Yep. Uh, curiosity uh, infects you with uh, with alien eggs. Mm-hmm. It's the same. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's uh, they don't think it's going to be an especially advanced society based on, you know, the way they reproduce, but uh, you know, when they get out there, it actually is a sprawling metropolis. Yeah, they even have an M&M store. Yes, thank God. Yeah. 
I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much like the a hallmark of any uh, productive society mm-hmm. is uh, you know an M and M store. That's, oh, that's yeah. pretty much what I would look for in any kind of city or country. <laughs> yeah, to make no sure doubt. that uh, they've really uh, advanced fully. <laughs> so, you know, they they go to escape. They try to find their ship, and uh, turns out Morty bit of a bit of a big deal. You yeah, know? even even just in the print media, he's a yeah. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick is uh, the Alex Jones of this. Of this world, yeah. So the the whole concept that's really set up is that uh, this uh, like parasitic uh, organism has stopped uh, basically doing its standard life cycle of just immediately injecting its host with an egg and then dying really quick. Mm. And uh, Rick's parasite's character uh, is advocating for a return to the uh the biological uh you know motivation of their uh their species uh you know the the meaning of their species basically mm. wants to make he them wants you to like and subscribe well. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah. i thought that was very fun i also thought it was like what well, did i at least sell out and <laughs> sell it <anybody> rich <laughs> sell vitamins that was great yeah just uh, like straight ripping on uh, Alex Jones mm-hmm. style uh, online uh, conspiracy theorist grifters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and uh, we we got to learn a little bit about the um, the benefits of having a Pornhub account. Yeah, that was a really good uh, educational moment towards the start mm-hmm. of the episode, uh, where you know there's basically uh, two main uh, advantages one is that the the netflix style algorithm really learns your preferences uh all pretty good mm-hmm. and also you'll be able to uh link up with your significant other and uh and share uh videos with each other so you can yeah. see if you have the same kinks yeah so so pretty, it's pretty cool that's healthy at least yeah I, as rick cool. says all right sold yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm sure <laughs> People at Pornhub were like, yeah, all right. <laughs> what, a, what a great advertisement. Didn't even have to pay for it. That's what you think. Yeah, that's true. Maybe this was a back-end deal. Um, they just gave the staff of Rick and Morty um, like free subscriptions. Free, 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 Pornhub, free yeah. Pornhub premium accounts. So oh. I think they're actually... Uh, discounted right now with uh due to the pandemic so oh hey everyone get out there as as morty said there's a lot to love about the the porn mm-hmm. accounts yeah oh man so yeah it turns out morty's a big deal he's in charge of a bunch of people they're gonna shoot missiles of their eggs onto other planets and everyone will become a part of their species throughout the galaxy yeah, it seems like a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal for a, a parasitic race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but you know what, Morty's not into it at all. Understandably, as, you know the first, uh, the first planet they're going to be going to is Earth, using mm-hmm. the coordinates from Rick's uh, spaceship. <laughs> <clears throat> so that seems like a bad thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but I just, I love this scene when they're like, <laughs> just like. Oh, I wish you had uh, had come to this decision before. <laughs> Just classic, like passive aggressive office uh, yeah. politics, and, you know, 
<laughs> Sorry I made you do your job for one day in your fucking life. <laughs> I love how Morty gets into it. Yeah. Like, no, fuck you, Rick. <laughs> and that's what blows their cover. Well, that and the face hugger falling off Morty twice. Yep. So we get a pretty classic scene of Rick and Morty just uh, shooting their way out. Yeah, and uh, they get a little bit, uh, a little bit sociopathic with it there to the point where uh, they consider doing a nine eleven. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was a pretty great joke, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Kind of low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, the joke. If he had actually done it, maybe it wouldn't have been funny. But the fact that it was like a, you know, thought that's just funny. Yeah, kind of a, a meta joke on mm-hmm. like comedy and uh, how. You know, nine uh, eleven jokes are a little bit too edgy, but Pearl Harbor jokes are okay. A little mm-hmm. bit, a little bit of a shot at yeah, like idea of like the too soon comedy mentality. Mm-hmm. That and um, a little bit of shot at a uh, Star Wars. You know, you can just yep. indiscriminately kill stormtroopers, even though one of the main characters of the new trilogy is a former reformed stormtrooper, still just murdering the hell out of them. Yeah, well, I mean, the the whole uh, way that the episode tied together is kind of the uh, the face hugger species kind of being a little bit of a <clears throat> like a uh, uh, peaceful and uh, like kind of you know uh, forward thinking and progress based uh, species mm. based off of uh, what we eventually find out is uh, Summer's guidance and. Mm. Uh, so the the kind of the the way the episode flips on its head is that the uh, the face hugger species ends up being you know probably the the protagonists and Rick and Morty are just like indiscriminately destroying their civilization for mm-hmm. you know shits and giggles. Yeah, it should have been a better species, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's all it comes down to, as Morty that's said. Fair. That's true. Um, so yeah, I guess we can fast forward and then talk about the big ideas of this episode. Uh, they get back home. They realize they left summer. They have to go back. They have a pretty cool like Sentai moment where they you know suit up like Power Rangers almost or Iron Man, one of the one of the two, and they just go about killing everyone. And they're so good at it now that this is just boring. Yeah, and I mean their like wrists are starting to hurt because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the swords are probably pretty heavy. Yeah. <clears throat> I did I did enjoy the joke about, uh, can I get a laser whip next time? And Rick's like, okay, but you'll definitely chop your dick off. <laughs> get that. That was fun. So, yeah, uh, it turns out that uh, they left Summer there, and Summer is the, uh, like, queen, emperor, whatever she was called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And we get kind of the uh, the flashback sequence from there after Summer throws them in jail. Mm. So yeah, Summer uh, came with them. Of course, we got a shot at podcasting. Uh, she wants she wants a thing. Her her thing is chewing toothpicks. Ben, that's something I've always been too worried to do because I'm worried I would choke on it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I don't really I don't really get the uh, appeal of it. Uh, I don't think wood is particularly, uh, like, you know, nice to have in your mouth like no. that. Uh, like I used to be a big gum chewer, mm-hmm. but at least that's, you know, something that's designed to be, uh, 
in your mouth for prolonged periods of time. Right. And I know uh, someone will point it out if we don't address it. Yes, there are flavored toothpicks, but come on. Just chew some yeah. gum at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh... <laughs> It just seems uh, seems meaningless, and it's, mm. as uh, as it's pointed out, it's just kind of uh, Slimer trying to uh, to have a character trait. <laughs> well, as much as we're shitting on it, this does kind of save Summer. Sure, I mean, you know, a lot of things can happen accidentally, right? Mm. Uh. <laughs> so she can't get face hugged because she has a toothpick. Uh, they they make her a god. Blah blah blah. <laughs> And then uh, Summer has a pretty interesting, uh, interesting idea of what happened between the two face huggers that were, in you know, taking over Rick and Morty. I mean, it uh, the story definitely seemed to uh, to uh, to check out based off of uh, where they ended up in mm. that cave together. So yeah, so I'll, I'll see why else. She tells them that they were in love, and they made out. It's pretty yeah. weird scene. Everyone in the office knew. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the office knew. That's true. Um, they were going to leave and start a family, and then that's where the episode started. Um, and, yeah, so Summer tries to sentence them to death by getting in their car. The alien species realize that they, Summer's just trying to leave. Um, and then Morty plays a harmonica very poorly, and it causes all of them to give birth and then Rick amplifies that with his spaceship and the pretty much destroy the entire alien planet. Yeah, they finish their genocide off. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Finish from what they started. So yeah, all in all, pretty solid episode. Summer has a great ending line. Just like hit me with, for the next one chodes or something. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty great way to leave, leave a conversation. Yeah, I'm probably going to use that uh, the next time I'm allowed to be in a conversation with other people <laughs> in real life. Uh, right. So uh, yeah, I also liked the little uh, like one-off scene at the end where the other alien crashes in mm-hmm. and gets taken over. Pretty and, sure voiced uh, by Dan Harmon. Huh? I'm pretty it? sure that one was voiced by Dan Harmon. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's saying. The song, the, yeah. The song, yeah. He definitely did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, and, and the facehugger takes him over uh, from the egg and looks around at all the death and the sharks and is like, I'm not cleaning this shit up, and just, like, kills himself <laughs> and, and uh, oh, an egg. Yep. Till next time. Till the next poor soul to crash on the planet. Until eventually one of them is uh, in, industrious enough to uh, <laughs> to try and rebuild the society. Right. <laughs> Oh man! So, what do you? What were your thoughts on this episode as a whole? Um, I thought it was it was fine. It was interesting. Uh, I thought the the storytelling uh, mode worked really well uh, for what they were doing with it. Um, I I really like the uh, like that storytelling uh, style in general mm-hmm. of. Like, especially when there is, like, some kind of, like, grander mystery or story or, like, uh, like world building going on where the character isn't, uh, doesn't know things. I think it's it's fun to have the audience along for the ride, mm. uh, like, also discovering the world alongside the character. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think? 
Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It's definitely embraced. Rick and Morty's definitely embracing the like pure, unadulterated ridiculousness that the series provides the writers. You know, like we had soul bonding dragon orgies in the first half of the season. Now we got genocide and nine eleven jokes and this one. It's just they're going for it. They're doing whatever they want. I mean, they have so much runway to just, like, mess around as, lo- mm. as much as they want. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Which I love because they got, like, as many people know, they get renewed for a lot of episodes. So, the what do you got to do? Cancel them now, Cartoon Network? This is, like, your most popular show. Yeah, pretty much uh, single-handedly keeping the network going at this point. Mm. You know, people don't really watch TV anymore right. on uh, television, so... But Rick and Morty is probably one of the most popular shows online in general, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of uh, a lot of real high IQ people on the internet. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, listen to podcasts, as it were. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you yeah, know, I thought it was really fun. I thought it had some good jokes. Um, I liked it. It got political at one point in a self-aware way. Kind of super pseudo-political. Yeah. Uh, like you know, obviously, like the Saudi Arabia line was uh, <laughs> self-referentiatingly uh, political. But also, right. the whole thing was kind of like uh, a shot of at the idea of like you know uh, these people coming in thinking they're the good guys and like mm. wiping out a bunch of uh, like a, an entire civilization mm. that uh, they don't realize is as advanced as it is. <laughs> yeah, I. Is there's a lot. I I do. I am a little sad that we haven't gotten like any of Jerry, at all in the second half, other than like three scenes. Or was he yeah, even not, in last week's episode at all? Um, I don't think so. No, there wasn't really any. Uh, like it was all just like Rick and Morty on the train with all mm-hmm. the other like tertiary characters. Yeah, and Summer and Beth had like a yeah, scene, yeah. but it was just Morty voicing them. Right. So yeah, I want more Jerry. Damn it. Yeah, we need we need another uh, episode in the same vein as like the app development one from the first half of the right. season. Right. Yeah, I'm uh, sure we'll get one within the next like episode or two. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt on that. But yeah, so far, I mean, Rick and Morty's season has been pretty good. I would say. Yeah, pretty solid. I think there's uh, uh nothing has been like blowing me away to the point that like the Citadel episode from last season did mm-hmm. uh, yet, but there's still three episodes to go right. for me to, uh, for me to be, uh, you know, completely uh, blown out of my chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's uh, almost like comfort food now, you know, like, yeah. I know when I watch a Rick and Morty episode, I'm in for just a fun offbeat adventure. Sure, and like as we mentioned, they're renewed for so many episodes, so mm-hmm. they can't like blow their load every single one. Right? Yeah, they can't make giant changes to the status quo yep. every episode. You gotta, but you know what? With how creative the writers are, and with the literally infinite possibilities that the franchise presents, it's you know we'll, we'll have a lot of fun episodes going forward. I'm sure. I'm curious because they they've been doing a lot, especially uh, this season in particular, mm. of like kind of direct parodies 
uh, certain genres mm. or certain like film tropes or television tropes. Mm. Uh, is there any uh, anything in particular you're uh, you're uh, potentially wanting them to tackle? Oof, an in particular thing that they should tackle. They've done so much at this point. Yeah. Like re- realistically, I can hardly think of any kind of subgenre they haven't done. I don't know. Uh, what about you? Have they tackled? Yeah. Has, has, there, has there been like a uh, a horror, like a straight like horror uh, style, like uh, kind of takedown parody. Well, yeah. they had the uh, the Freddy parody. Oh yeah, a few yeah. seasons ago, Nightmare That's on true. Elm Street. Yeah, the Nightmare on Elm Street one. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they certainly could do more. Mm-hmm. Or it's more of a serious tone. But uh, you know, I don't think they'll get too serious ever. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of more, like, slasher-style horror film as opposed to more of, like, a uh, like a psychological thriller-style mm-hmm. horror takedown. Right. Uh, and, I mean, you know, we've watched Community. Check it out on Netflix if you haven't seen Community. By the way, it's on Netflix now. It's great. You know, th- that's what that show was basically known for, and Dan Harmon has kept that tradition alive. Yeah, for sure. I think there's... Uh... I think there's a lot to gain from just, like, a little bit of, like, comedic introspection on, like, television and film uh, tropes and uh, just, like, the creative process in general. Right. I mean, it's especially nice because they even do it to themselves, like last episode. Correct, yeah. So. They're very very self-deprecating as well. Right, so it's like, you know, everyone's fair game. It's not in. It's not with ill intent. It's just like, like you said, breaking down the tropes of television. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Hi, man. Anything else? Have you been watching Community? Oh, my God, dude. I've been binging it. (laughs) I'm so happy it's on Netflix. I I was watching it on Hulu, but now that it's on Netflix, you know, all bets are off. It's just how it is. Sorry, Hulu. It's just how it is. Um, anything else you'd like to add before we get on out of here? No, just uh, Ben and Brian in the evening. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, please go watch Community on Netflix so we can maybe get a movie one day. That'd be tight as yep. hell. Uh, we will see you after the next episode of Rick and Morty. Ben, where can they find you online? You can find me at, uh, at Ben Sharon on uh, every uh, social media platform, basically. All the ones that matter. Uh, so yeah and uh you know stay tuned for some more uh, rick and morty fun we still got three more episodes to go i'm very excited yes let's go uh you can follow me on twitter at the fake b mar that's b-m-a-r-r you can follow the channel on twitter at at wg everything on instagram at wicked everything on twitch at twitch.tv slash wicked everything tiktok search wicked everything the main channel youtube.com slash wicked everything this channel uh, doesn't have a custom URL yet, but if you search for your good podcasts or if you're on iTunes, leave us a rating. Five stars would be nice, but we'll, we'll take what we can get. And we'll see you in the next one.